everyone. Thanks for joining me for another episode of How We Get By. Uh, Maybe this episode should actually be called How I Get By (laughs) because it's a solo episode. I just wanted to touch upon some things that people have asked me about that I think may be beneficial to speak about and I am in no way an expert but... I have gone through, uh, if you've been listening, you know that, you know, I've gone through a lot of my own mental health struggles that I can uh, talk a little bit about today. And also, I have gone through years in therapy, I have a degree in psych, I think my mind is honestly made for the sociological aspect of this life. I like to study people and get to know people on a large scale and a small scale. So with all of the things that I have learned, I'm trying to share, hopefully, to spread knowledge and awareness to others. (laughs) I do have to be honest, it's very tough for me uh, to kind of get out of my comfort zone When we record episodes, a lot of times I am very good at getting myself into a place where I am focused on the other person, and I tend to kind of like to interject, but also I am very uh, sheltered in a way with my emotions. I, I, you know, people tend to think I'm very outgoing and that's, that's not a lie. I am outgoing and I'm very outspoken, uh, in compared to a lot of other people, but I have a very deep and (laughs) deep, uh, system of emotions working. And so I am a little bit more afraid of being vulnerable than maybe it may appear to others. So, This is out of my comfort zone, but you know, it's a Saturday morning. I just made my coffee. It's actually not morning. It's 1 p.m. in the afternoon, but for me, it feels like morning, Uh, and I just made this muffin in a coffee cup in the microwave because I have been on a muffin kick, but I'm so tired of having to clean the muffin tin all the time that I just decided I would try this like bowl like cup recipe microwave thing and it's it's not bad it's not bad it just feels a little bit uh pathetic if you ask me so today I wanted to focus on self-care because I think it is incredibly important It is incredibly relevant. We see a lot of buzzwords, a lot of self-care posts on social media, and also because it's incredibly confusing, or it can be. It has been for me. And I'm no expert, but... I don't think anybody could be an expert because when we talk about something like the self, it's always ever-changing. So the care is going to change. 
throughout your life. So, so things that you did to take care of yourself in the past may not always work for you. Uh, but I guess we should start at the beginning. So, first let's just break down the word self-care. I don't know. It's like hyphenated, I think. So, self-care, self-care. You're taking care of the self, so automatically that means that we have to define that. So for me, I don't know that I was able to practice self-care until I knew who self was. First, we have to figure out what is self. (laughs) And one thing that I want to touch upon is the fact that no matter where you are in the mental health quote-unquote journey, whatever that means for you, it doesn't matter, you know, if somebody's ahead of you or it seems like somebody's able to handle their anxiety better or their depression better or this, that, or the other. I I used to look at things like self-love and self-care and people would tell me things like, If you don't love yourself, you won't find love in other people. I I think that is completely inaccurate. I think that if you don't have self-love, then you will have a hard time maintaining a reciprocal love for others. So people may like you... You may not notice it. You may not be engaging because you're not loving yourself. So there's a little leftover for anybody else. Um, So I don't think it's that, you know, if you don't love yourself, you don't deserve love. I don't think it's that there is no love for you. I think that when we talk about romantic relationships in particular, I think it's hard to maintain that if you don't love yourself or take care of yourself. So I'm going to try to not use them interchangeably. I I really want to focus mostly on self-care today and then maybe I'll I'll do another episode on self-love because that is a whole different journey. Uh, Yeah. So, it's out of my comfort zone to talk about this stuff because I feel in our culture, it's almost, maybe it's not our culture. Maybe it's just, I've always been the, the child on the playground that was crying because somebody said something mean to me, but they didn't think I was going to cry hysterically for a half hour after. And I'm a highly sensitive person. I think I'm empathic and I can say these things because I know about myself now, but I didn't always know about myself. So what I did know is that other people knew who I was and they knew I was sensitive and, you know, they didn't necessarily know what to do with that or, or 
or whatever. And so over time, I've learned to bury myself in what is my ego, I would say. Uh, So that included going to a university that I had no connection with and actually... I have complicated feelings about Penn State. Uh, we don't have to get into that today, but yeah, I don't. I don't really think that in um, in my heart of hearts that was something that I was interested in. And there's been a lot like that in my life of you know taking wrong turns, and that's because I didn't have this sense of self. So. It's only just in recent years that I can even start to point to what I think myself is. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because it's really hard to take care of something when you don't understand what it is. I don't know. I don't know if it was Plato. Some ancient philosopher... Some of you will know who it is. So know thyself. Know thyself. And in our culture, that is a very hard thing to do. It is very hard to know yourself. Because the minute that you go to school... Not even that. I mean, just any, this society has so much pressure on every person. Everyone's feeling the pressure. Everyone feels that pressure and it trickles down to kids and kids go into school and they take it out on their peers and their peers don't know why I can't conceptualize why people are being mean to them and then they start to internalize and I know because I've lived it. And then you get older and kids get meaner or you start to either change yourself to blend in or you stand out and you, you know, it's very, very complicated. (laughs) And so I think for some people who are, who encompass uh, what maybe society would deem quote unquote weak, have a hard time expressing themselves. So for me, I'm a sensitive person, very artistic, have big ideas, definitely uh, full of love and ideas and creativity and want to have so much togetherness and peace and love and just all these great big things and all these ideas, but I am also the kind of person that has so many ideas, it's hard to really focus on one sometimes. And, um, and you know, I have, I have my own set of fears and, you know, traumas I've had to work through and things that I feel I'm learning that are life lessons. And we all have these things. But in today's society... It's easy to distract ourselves from the point. 
And I think that getting to know who self is and defining it is the first point. (laughs) And that requires inner work, uh, spending time with yourself, trying to figure out who you are without relation to anybody else, who, what you want out of your life, what you want to learn while you're here. It's easy, I mean, with social media, I think that we can use social media to express our souls, but I do think it's also a really great tool for ego. And it's like anything in life, we can either choose to feed our soul or we can choose to feed our ego. So without getting too deep into that, I uh, I would say that the first step is to figure out who self is. So for me, once I started to realize that I was acting outside of myself. So once I realized who I wasn't, how did I realize that I had no idea who I was? This is really confusing to explain, but I hope you're following. The moment I realized I had no fucking idea who I was, there were a lot of them. There are a lot of them. I think it was every time I woke up and I had made, I had done something that I was ashamed of or I didn't agree with or every time I said something about somebody that I knew was mean and not necessary, not constructive towards the greater good. Just any time you get these you, we all get them. It's just if we choose to explore them or we choose to ignore them. And I think taking the time to explore them is how you figure out who you are. So once I figured out that I wasn't really happy with who I was, I wasn't really happy with the way that my life was going and I felt... I kept waking up in these situations and feeling completely trapped and then trying to figure out how I got into them and I realized I was just following whatever was in front of me. It was, I was never me, because I didn't have a sense of self, I didn't have a sense of what I wanted. So whenever there was an opportunity presented to me that looked like a good one, whatever that meant, I took it. So that's instant gratification. So I just took it because I didn't know deep down what I wanted in this life. (laughs) So yeah, this is deep, so buckle up. But I didn't know what I wanted in this life, so I would take whatever was in front of me. Relationships, jobs, you name it. How does somebody who... uh, who created an event citywide harnessing random acts of kindness how do how does that person wind up sitting in a conference room with tobacco reps talking about how to justify selling a product that kills people 
That I mean that th- those are the big moments though. The the like those are those are the big moments. That was my big moment. I was there and I said I, I, I couldn't justify it. Couldn't. And so then that's when I started to ask myself, well, if I'm going to leave this room, which I am and I did, but if I'm going to leave this room, where am I going? And for the first time in my life, I had no one with a solution. And even if anybody had a solution, I did not want it. Because at that moment, I knew that everybody else's suggestions collectively and my lack of inner voice had led me to a place that I wholly, completely did not agree with. That was so against my inner being and so against my purpose in life and just so felt so terrible that I just went home and I cried and cried and cried and, you know, whatever. But what I'm trying to say is I realized in that moment that if I didn't figure out who the fuck I was and where I wanted to go in life, then I was going to always wind up in these rooms with people I didn't agree with. So that set me on, you know a mission, an inner mission, if you will, and you know, went through a lot of therapy, and I've been in therapy, but different types, and really getting in touch with myself, and taking time to look around and say, um, outside of my relationships to others, and my relationships to things like my job, or success, or fleeting things in life that can come and go, money, all these, you know, materialistic things outside of that what who am I what do I want and I and I did figure that out and and I can't figure it out for you unfortunately and um I know a lot of times people wish that other people could figure it out for them huh yeah yeah I I played the game of looking to others to kind of figure my shit out and that's when you kind of, I don't know, that's a whole other game, but, so, so figure out who you are, I don't care how old you are, figure it out, somehow, do the work, some things you can Google, shadow work, inner child work, parts P-A-R-T-S, parts, self-therapy, meditation, chakra healing, all of this. So, that's how you figure out who you are, but now comes the care part. So once I figured out who I was, there were some things I didn't really like. (laughs) There's good and bad in all of us, you know, so I, there were things I didn't like. There are things I still don't like. I, uh, I 
can be very, I can be very uh, independent to the point of pushing people away who are trying to help me. I'm very cagey. I can be cagey. It's a new word that I kind of learned recently. I mean, I always knew what it was, but I heard it recently. I'm like, ah, that's the word. I'm cagey. I just, I like to kind of stay a little hidden. I like my own little space. Uh, I need so much alone time. And it's because when I'm with other people, I really want to be present because I enjoy learning about others so much. I really do. I mean, I wouldn't be doing this podcast if I didn't. So I... uh, but part of part of what comes with that is, you know, kind of, I don't want to say repressing my emotions because it's not that I'm pushing them down, like, away. It's that in those moments, I want to be fully where I am. And so maybe some of my own stuff, my own fears, worries, whatever, kind of take a little bit of a back burner. And so that's fine, but that means later I need to take the time to process that by myself. (laughs) I do have some different quirks and ways that my mind works, and and it's different than other people. Uh, So for me, it's been learning about that and, and figuring out how I can work with that. Uh, So care. The word care. Like I I think of a child. I I think of a little child. How would I care for a child if a child was in front of me? Well, children have their own personalities. So it definitely depends on the child. But if the child's crying and freaking out and clearly just not okay, then I, what am I, what am I going to do? Well, I I would try to take the ch- child in my arms and comfort the child. Or if they were bored and in and you know tired of doing chores and homework and just not being a child and you can just see that look in their eyes like that child's eyes like this is not this is none of this is fun I'm not I don't know who I am I'm supposed to be having fun and you you're like yep we're going to the park gonna get an ice cream cone I think self-care is that it's getting down to your basic self your child the the soul within you and I apologize if this is a little too new agey for you, but it is something that has brought me more comfort than anything, so I don't really give a fuck. 
But I do hope that you can get something from it. I do. That's the hope of me sharing this with you. But yeah, so so if that child wants to go to the park and wants an ice cream cone when the rest of the world is saying, no, you need to do this, you need to do that, self-care sometimes is getting the fucking ice cream cone. Doing the thing that makes you happy. There are times when I have obligations that I need to do and or maybe they're not, you know, I don't know if obligations are the right word, but in modern society, easily we all have jam-packed schedules, whether there is social events or something that we want to do to further our development or we have work, whatever, family things, but sometimes I I get that feeling. I just can feel it. I can feel it. I can feel it. It's like this gnawing, like every, none of this is for me. And, you know, in our society, it's easy to be like, well, it's not about me. You know, it's about this person. It's about this person. That's great. But it has, there needs to be, there needs to be a time that it is about me. Okay. So it it doesn't, it's not about always, you know, it's always it being about you. But if you've done something every single day for somebody else and you don't have a minute to do anything for yourself and you feel that inside yourself, you can feel it when it's screaming out. It may look like you sending a text to a friend like, oh my god, life is just too much, like everything's hard, blah, blah, blah. Anything. There are signs. There are signs that we just continue to distract ourselves from. And so care is is taking care of that. That inner child. It's taking care of that human. Though, not even just a child, but you can look at it as a human or as a child, whatever you choose. But it's, for me, I, I, I do have a playful spirit, I would say. So a lot, I like to, I love kids and I like the spirit of getting back to childhood in any way that I can. So yeah, for me, it's a playful little child. But it's also the fact that that child needs an adult, right? Children can't take care of themselves. So what does an adult do? Well, make sure that the child is fed, so the self, so feeding yourself and self-care. It seems like it's not, it seems like... Oh, duh, duh, like, I love to eat. Yeah, we all love to fucking eat, but, uh, yeah. There's a little bit more of us out there skipping meals than I'd like to admit, and there's a little bit more of us eating meals that aren't for our greater good, so. So just that. I mean, for me, it's eating healthy when I can, but also... When that child is tired, she 
she wants an ice cream cone, child's gonna get the fucking ice cream cone. You, you hear what I'm saying? Like, so it's really, it's hard to explain <laughs> in a way because it's gonna look different for everybody else, so. But for me, you know, it's eating healthy. It's spending time scheduling things out, including time for myself. Sometimes I take entire weekends and I'm just not going out. And I do whatever I want. So I get home from work on Friday and now it is play weekend. And... That could mean that when I wake up on Saturday, if I feel like going on a hike somewhere, then I'm going to do that. But if I feel like painting, I'm going to do that and I'll eat when I want and, you know, just really letting myself do whatever I want to do. Um, It's also realizing that we, that I'm a human, so I'm going to go through times and difficult situations that are going to need healing. We're so, we are, I personally think that there is a, uh, an influx of masculine energy. I don't know if that's the right word. I don't, there's no influx. That's not the right word. Uh, I just think there's a, a bad, things are a little bit out of balance. I think they're coming into balance. Again, a whole different conversation. But what I'm trying to say is we have a tendency in our culture to need to appear strong. We only get so many sick days from work, right? So to use them for mental health days is, I mean, you could do it, and it's becoming a a bigger practice, but then what happens when you are physically sick too? So it's giving yourself that space to actually be human, to, like, feel sad, you know? Sometimes it's hard when I, I don't like to lie, I really don't like to lie. It just doesn't align with my inner soul because I am at an inner quest to find the truth at all costs. And so if I were to lie, I think that's counterintuitive. So when people ask me about, uh, like, what, what's your, what'd you do this weekend? I cried. What? You heard me. I cried. Why? Because life's fucking hard, dude. (laughs) And it's not a bad thing. You know? It's good. I felt better after. I'm laughing because I think it's funny. Like, it's cool. Like, I I don't... <laughs> for me, that's taking care of myself. That's self-care for me. And it may be weird, and I don't really give a fuck because I'm laughing, and things are good, and I feel in touch with myself. And 
and so if you and and so say you do recognize some things in yourself like maybe you don't I I mean one thing I struggle with is uh you know self-discipline <laughs> because I can have fun and do these like great extended like play weekends but you know, then it's like there's a balance, you know, we need the adult to come back and do some adult things. And um, so maybe my instinct wasn't at first to be the most, you know, organized person and be, and that is something I struggle with, I, it, it, whether it be in physical surroundings or in, you know, just organizing my time and my energy and figuring out what is going to go be productive for me. So that so that that's the weakness. So once you, so when you kind of figure out self-care, you got to look at your weaknesses too, which is hard. It's hard for us to really look inside and be like, "Ugh, not so good at that." I mean, even me just speaking about this now, I'm like, "I hate it. I hate that I am messy." And I'm looking and, you know, I'm getting somewhere, but that's what I did. So I figured out, you know, what is my weakness? And how do I get better? And so uh, I figured out different reasons why, you know, I may be unorganized and looked into different techniques that other people who have had my problem have done to make themselves more productive. And I've extended myself the grace and the love to accept that it's a working progress. One, some of these days are going to be better than others. Sometimes my fridge is going to be clean for three weeks in a row. And other times I'm going to have a science experiment that I'm going to have to deal with. But the more that I practice care love, compassion for myself, my weaknesses, my strengths, and practice the practical skills, the productive outside actions to take care of myself, adult and child. The more I do that, the easier it's going to become because it's a practice, right? And so practice, <laughs> makes perfect and I don't like that phrase because perfection is not achievable and in human form it's not and that's why there will always be disasters which is sad to say and I don't want to take it to a, a deep note but it's just to say that human error is human error because we're all human here right So, self-care means learning about yourself and then learning how to take care of you so you can be the best that you can be, whatever that means to you. But this is what it means to me. And uh, I really hope that you relate in some way. <laughs>
I don't have any recommendations other than the huge recommendation I just gave you, which is learn about yourself, the ways that you should take care of yourself, and then take care of yourself. In the meantime, though, I do hope that you have a wonderful week. I thank you for listening and tuning into the podcast. It has been a wonderful journey. I'm excited to continue to interview people. So if you are interested in being interviewed, please feel free to reach out to me. Uh, The music that you hear in the beginning and the end of the show is by Joe Burke. You can stream his music anywhere. Um, Also, buy his album, Mystics, immediately. You will not be disappointed. If you are interested in making a one-time donation to the show for better equipment, um, please feel free to reach out to me. When I say reach out to me, you can do that through the Facebook page, How We Get By. I also have an Instagram, How We Get By podcast. And I believe it's how underscore we underscore get by. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck. I'll figure it out for like next week. I'm sure that you can search it. And yeah, um, but... Email me at howwegetby.podcast at gmail.com. How about that? That's the best way that you can get in touch with me. Okay. I think that's everything. I will see you next week. Mm -hmm.